0: Hello, and welcome to the Abundant Life Christian Center podcast, where our mission is to see you focused, faithful, fruitful, and fulfilled. We just ask that you listen with an expectation to receive. And stay tuned after the episode to find out how you can further connect with us.
1: Isn't it funny that the enemy will influence you and get you to sin and the moment you do, he's the very one who condemns you. He'll tell you, go ahead, do it. Go ahead. He'll do it. You'll like it. Boom. And the moment you do it, condemnation comes on you and he makes sure he brings it to you. Somebody say, Amen. How hey, many of you have ever got outside the will of God? soon as you got outside that boy, a hurricane right away, didn't it? He's waiting for you. He's waiting right there for you. Man, I told you you, 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 I told you you shouldn't do that. You're a dirty dog. God, God, God don't like you. You see what I mean? Turn with me to 1 John 1, 9, please. You know, 1 John 1, 9. I want you to see something. I want to read this to you, but I also want to give you this. And then I want to read you some scripture. And then I want to give you Three, four points that are important for you to recognize so that you can identify condemnation when it comes and cast that thought down. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right. Look what the Bible says. If we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, he is. Come on. Y'all know this scripture. He is what? And just what? True to his. Now, y'all got to get this true to his what own nature and promises and our forgive our what? sins. Dismiss our lawlessness and continuously cleanse. what? Cleanse, cleanse from all unrighteousness. Everything that's not in his will, not conformity to his will, he's, he's still pushing you to one place. He said, but I'm going to cleanse you of that. Look at your neighbor and say, man, that's a good thing. See, there's a difference between conviction and and, uh, condemnation. Conviction will always take you to a place of godly sorrow. Remember that where we started out? It always takes you to godly sorrow so that you repent. Condemnation has you feeling down and out, feeling really bad. God's going to use, he's going to use the spirit of God when he's convicting you, he will use the spirit of God and then he will use a man or a woman of God or a person who is definitely walking in love to bring you conviction. Because a person walking in love ain't trying to hurt you. See, you got to know who you can talk to. You don't talk to everybody. Because everybody on, isn't on a spiritual growth level. Amen. Some people are just condemning people. Amen. They, 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 they want to bring you down. They want to feel better by bringing you down. So I feel better by, uh, how do I do it? Magnifying your imperfections. But not realizing that they got imperfections too. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right. God is an awesome God. Look at your neighbor and say, I know that's right. The whole mission of condemnation is to get you to feel guilty so you can't do anything. The whole purpose of conviction is to get you to do something that is repent to God. That's what conviction does from the spirit of God. Let's look at a few scriptures. Psalms 34, because I'm really, I got to skip around. I'm really out of time. Psalms 34 and 22. I want to read some things. Amen. Because condemnation, if we're not careful, it comes to different belief. It comes to believers. Every believer has been hit with it, but you should not live in it. You should not let it guide you or direct you in life. Amen. Look at what Bible says. I want to show you again before I leave some of the things that God has said in his word about you and to you. Look what he says. The Lord redeems the love, the lives of his servants. And none of those who take refuge and trust in him shall be condemned or held guilty. Come on, give God g- glory. Amen, that's one of them. Mm. I mean, if y'all want to shout, that's the time to shout. Glory to God. When you hear that word coming right at you, man, that's when you just, you, you, I mean, come on, grab it, grab it. To God. Uh, you know, glory to God. And shake yourself when you grab it. Mm, like you felt it. Glory to God. Amen. Well, let's try it again in him. Yes. And trust in him shall be condemned or hell take those who take refuge and trust in him shall be condemned or held guilty. None of those. I got to read the whole thing. None of those who take refuge in him. Do you take refuge in him yes. and trust in him? Yes. He says you shall not be condemned or. Diamond, you the only one got it really right. Glory to God. Diamond went all the way in. She was like. Glory <clears throat> <clears throat> to God. You did good, girl. You did, I, my eyes were scanning the whole and but my, for some reason, I locked right in when you was like. Glory <clears throat> to God. Some, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Condemned or hell guilty. Now watch this. Turn with me to Psalms 103. All right. I got to quickly get you through this. Psalms 103 and 2. Man, God is good, man. Don't let condemnation come on you. Hunt your neighbor and say, I know that's right. Yes. Bless affection. Now, look, look, look. We're not talking about you practicing sin. Amen. You practicing sin, you feeling condemned. Amen. You are feeling that way because you're in that lifestyle. I'm talking about you, the believer, who have left things. You've moved on. You're not allowing your past. You cannot allow your past to hang on to you. Amen. Because it'll prevent you from getting to your future. Amen. Look what he says, bless, affectionately, grateful, praise, gratefully praise the Lord. O my soul and forget not one of all his benefits. Second, third verse. Look at this. Let's keep going. Amen. Let's keep going. Glory to God who forgives every one of all your iniquities, who heals each one of all your diseases. Do you see this? Man, child of God, I don't care where you're watching me at. If you get this today, man, your life's going to be so free. Glory to God. You're going to be so free. It's not free so you can practice sin. It's free so that you don't have to live in sin.
0: Man, glory
1: to God. Look at this. God says he forgives me. Look at this. Fourth verse. See, God was there when he, he knew you were tripping. He knew you were getting outside his will before you did it. Glory to God. Watch this. Who redeems your life from the pit and corruption who beautifies, dignifies, and crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. Glory to God. That's another shout. Y'all run. Y'all can run around. You want to take off running around church today. Go on, run, go on, run. And matter of fact, I got back up so you can run. Glory to God. Isn't that good? Man, that's a good one. All right. Hey, if you're still in Psalms 103, let's, not, let's keep going. Let's go down to the 10th verse. Man, this stuff, this stuff just, man, I was like, God, why? He said, because many of my people walk in condemnation because of where they've been. And I want them free. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time, it's time. To, be to be free indeed. He has not dealt with us. Like this one you got to get. He has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us. According to our iniquities, I didn't give you what you deserve. Cause you know some of y'all deserve some good stuff. Nah, nah. But notice what he's saying. <laughs> All right, notice what he's saying. All of us didn't get what we deserved. That's a, that by itself is enough for us to just thank God. Amen. Because I often tell people, if we lived in different dispensations, some of us would have been stoned a long time ago. <laughs> Amen. Boom. You know, we would have been Stephen. Some of them would have been Stephen. Some of y'all would have just been put out the city. But we serve a God who's awesome, y'all. Look at his words. Whenever you're starting to doubt yourself, start going back to these scriptures. Amen. Look what he says. Next verse, and it's good stuff. For as the heavens, are, well, wait a minute, hold on. As the heavens are high above the earth, so great are his mercies and loving kindness toward those who reverently and worshipfully worship fear him. That's you and I. If we believe and trust in God and we fear God, he said, my mercy's new every day for you. Man, I've given you grace and mercy. I've given you grace to get it right. And I've given you mercy also when you should have been cut off a long time ago. I've given you mercy to keep getting it right. I thank God for grace. Look at your neighbor and say, I thank God God for his grace grace and his mercy. mercy. Look at somebody else say, I know you do too, right? right? And then nod, say yeah. Glory to God. Amen. I don't know about you. I'm thankful for that. I think you should be thankful for that. Grace and mercy. Amen, And they're new every day. Now, that's not for me to practice in. Amen. I got to keep making that clear. It's not for me to stay in the mess that I'm in. It's for me to get out of wherever I am in and get in where he needs me to be. Look what it, I love this part coming. Next verse, please. As far. Now, can y'all read that with me? So I'm not I, I'm not crazy, right? As far as the east he is from the west, so far has he moved our transgressions Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> you pulling up stuff that he said, I'd have moved that way across. That, that, that's over in Asia somewhere and you pulling that up. You got to almost ask, what's wrong with you? Why you keep going backwards to something that he's released you from? That's if you went to him and asked for forgiveness. He's saying, if you if you've asked for that forgiveness, why you keep going backwards? Why are you still allowing those things to hurt you? Somebody say, Amen. because everyone knows once you sin, there's certain things you get yourself into. You don't feel like going on. You sing the song. I feel like going on. But you sing it like you don't want to go on. Amen. Just kill me now, God. Just kill me now. Amen. Have you ever said that? I'm done. done, mm, You got me. And God said, no, no, we're not finished. You know, I'm not taking you out like that. I'm going to show people how to live through you. That would be the easy way. No, you're going to stay here and you're going to get it right. Why not your neighbor say, I know that's right. That's good stuff, ain't it? How do I recognize, real quick before I go, I only have a few minutes. How do I recognize, or well, in the words of the preachers of the past, I'm fitting the clothes. You know what that means? How many of the first time y'all been here? Fitting the clothes. Y'all ever heard the saying, I'm fitting the clothes? Y'all know what that means. 20 more minutes. (laughs) Okay. But look at this. Write this down real quick. Because we're teaching. We're really trying to get you past this point. And I'm really out of time, but I'm going to give you these. How do I recognize that I may be living in condemnation and something's just not right? Got you. You think about, number one, you think about your past sins and the negative experiences of, of your past or of your life a lot. Did you hear what I just said? You marinate and meditate on your past sins and you keep recalling those memories. You keep every time you recall them, you feel guilty, you feel horrible. You keep going backwards to them. You know, Jesus already took that to the cross, but you keep going back and pick up the things that he's already freed you from. When you find yourself meditating over and over on these things, you should have loosed them, let them go a long time ago, cast down every thought and imagination and high thing that exhausts themselves against the knowledge of God. There are certain things in you you shouldn't even be thinking about no more. There are certain things about my past. My wife even helped me really tremendously with this. When people would talk to me about where I came from and you know this place or that place, I I had to let that go. I ain't ten no more. I ain't twelve no more. I ain't twenty no more. I ain't sixteen no more. I ain't twenty-five no more. Amen. There are certain things you have to let go. There are certain fond memories I hang on to, but if it's a negative condemnation memory, I don't hang on to that. I lose that. I lose that and let that go. I don't. I don't even try to let that come back. A minute. If my wife was talking to me the other day about something. And, uh, and she said, you know, I said, that's such a traumatic experience. You know, I was talking about something and I said, that's a traumatic experience for someone. And she's like, yeah, but you don't think about that. You don't meditate on that. Remember, you can't go back to that. Even that, even that traumatic experience, it was a horrible experience. You don't give, you don't, you don't make your point, make that a point to marinate on that day or on that week or on that month. You don't do that. Why? Because the more you do that, the more you live in misery more the spirit of heaviness comes upon you. You know, and then you're like this, you know. And notice what he said, for the spirit of heaviness, I give you the garment of praise. All right. So I should be putting praise in. I shouldn't be walking around with my head heavy and down. You know, whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are? And it, it, he, he goes through that in Ephesians, I mean, in Philippians 4 and 8, he said, whatsoever things are of a good report also. And he said, think on these things. There's certain things he tells me on purpose to think on. When you're thinking negatively, you're not doing what he told you to do. I mean, I've had to shake myself. How many of you have ever shook yourself? Because you thought about, you were thinking crazy. You know, I've, you know what? I've been in a car there are times I've been in the car and I went in a crying spell. And then I had to ask myself, what am I crying for? And then I was like, okay, I'm back. Lord, God, what was wrong? I'm glad I had tinted windows. (laughs) I wasn't crying. I wasn't fellowshipping with God. I, I went back to a place, man. I went to a place and I started crying and I was like, I was like, what is wrong with me? You got to check your thoughts, shout out to God, check your thoughts. If you're going back there every day, you know, something wrong with you. Amen. Teresa's been good. We've been with, with each other so long. She can tell when I flake out, when I flame out. She said something to me a couple of weeks ago, and then I went somewhere. And she was like, oh, oh, here you go. Where you go? Come on back to us. You know? And I was like, and she was right. I, I went to a weird place, a dark place. And I was like, "How did that happen to me?" You know what I mean. You've got to be on guard. Amen. Everything that comes in your mind should not stay in your mind. Right. Amen. There are certain thoughts that got there. You got to go. No, 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 no. Block. Amen. Block. Block. If I get certain thoughts about you, there are certain thoughts about you. I got to block. Right. Somebody say, "Amen." So the first thing I got to. Uh, think about my past sins. If I'm thinking about my past sins or, or negative experiences that I've had in life, a lot, condemnation is coming. Secondly, you just can't seem to forgive yourself. You can't forget. You, for some reason, you keep bringing it up. You keep going backwards to the same thing that you can't forgive yourself that God has already forgiven you of. You keep bringing it back up. You keep, it doesn't matter how long it's been. It could be five, like I said, five minutes, five hours, 50 years. You keep bringing up the same thing over and over. Yeah, I had that done to me. I did. No, no, let's go. Move on. Somebody say, if God forgave you, let it go. A person who does that, he has not received forgiveness from God. When you receive forgiveness, you ain't, gotta, you ain't gotta try to forgive yourself anymore. He already done that. Hunt your neighbor and say, I got that right. Yeah. Amen. Living in condemnation, right just now. Living in condemnation because you just can't seem to forgive yourself is self-focused. It's self-focused. And receiving receiving forgiveness is God focused. Hunt your neighbor and say, I know that's right. The third warning sign. The third warning sign, I may be walking in condemnation. I have a judgmental or critical spirit. And what I mean judgmental or critical, Matthew 7 and and 2 tells us this, for you'll be judged by the same standard that you use to judge others. You got to be careful that you're not using using this platform. How you know you're walking in condemnation, I said it earlier, we try to bring somebody else down so that we can look good. And we're not called to do that. Hunt your neighbor say, I am not called to do that. Amen. How do I get out of this judgmental and critical spirit? One, I repent. First thing, I repent from doing it. Secondly, I refuse to talk negative against anyone. Ephesians 4 and 29 told me that. That my, my speech now should be a building speech, not a tear down speech. We got to be careful of what we're saying and how we're saying it. Hunt your neighbor say, I know that's right. And that takes me to a place where I start to walk in love the way that God intended to me to do. Number 4. And well, I'll leave you with this. The reason how do you know you're walking in condemnation? And you've allowed it to set upon you, you feel you're not worthy. You feel you're not worthy. Romans 5 and 8 I want to show you this. You feel you're not worthy. If you feel you're unworthy, I want you to write this down. If I ever feel I'm unworthy, I've got to get revelation of the love that God has for me. 1 John 4, 16 says, we have come to know and to believe the love of God that God has for us. When I know God has this type of love for me, turn, turn with me to Romans 5. Give me Romans 5 for him, please. I know that God loves me. I have a relationship with God. Because I have a relationship with God, I've been made worthy. None of us, listen to my heart, none of us were worthy. We were made worthy by the blood of Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen to that. Because of that, I was made worthy. Romans 5 and 8. I'll turn myself. Glory to God. I want to read that to you real fast before I go. Amen. Romans 5 and 8. Did we get it? All right, good. But God shows, look at this, look at this before we go. Everybody look at this and write this one down. But God shows and clearly proves his own love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners, look at this. We were still at a place of unworthy. If we wasn't unworthy, he wouldn't have sent his son. Look at this. We're still sinners. Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one died for us. Man, that's good eating. Amen. That's good. Look at your neighbor. Say that is really good. Stop trying to. If you try to be worthy on your own, that's called works. Did you hear what I just said? If you try to be worthy on your own, that that, that's you trying to get right. You trying to save yourself. You can't save yourself. He already knew. Look at this. Can I can y'all look at me real quick? I got to go. He already knew what he was getting when he saved you. He already knew every mistake you would make. And look, look, he already knew every fault you had. But look at this. But he still sent his son. His love said, still, I'm going to reach through the clouds. I'm going to get her. But, it, but now... Other people were disqualified, but God said, nah, that's mine. How many of y'all have, you, you, how many have kids? Or you watch somebody else's kid? And, uh, you know, my grand, who, which one was it? And I got to go. Was it my granddaughter? One of my grandkids did something. I think it was my granddaughter. And I told her before, that, don't do it. I told her, don't do something. And she did it anyway. And then, but you know, when she came back and said, Papa, I'm so sorry. I I messed it up. I did it, you know. And I was like, you know, hey, baby girl, it is what it is. We keep it moving. Let's keep moving. Glory to God. You see what we did? I didn't disqualify her as being my granddaughter. I didn't stop her. We were making a cake, I believe it was. I didn't stop her from what she wanted to do because she still wanted to do it. And I said, no, nah, let's keep going. We're good. Are you good? I'm good. And I think my grandson did the same thing. It was one of them. One, I'm trying to figure out which, what it was, but it was so awesome to me that they just asked me and said, hey, I just messed up here. I just, I just got it wrong. And I was like, hey, we're good. I love you. Let's keep it moving. Aren't you glad that God didn't throw us away? Yes. Amen. He just brushed it. We asked for forgiveness. He cleaned us up. And then remember that scripture we, we read today? All our past now, we've all had things happen to us, done to us, and things that may be wrong. But we can't allow those things to dictate our future. We got to move on. We got to put them things in the past.
0: Heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Let's pray. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We pray you've received the life-changing word today. And remember, you can stay connected with us via text by texting ALCC to 313131. And go ahead and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, and podcast channels. Now, if you would like to sow into the ministry, you may do so online at ALCC1.org or by texting ALCC and the dollar amount to 84321. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord.